the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord and welcome to the program. You are listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour and I'm your host Sam Nicholas. I'll be with you for the next hour. We'll be talking about the Bible. We'll be taking your calls and praying and seeking the Lord for his power, for his grace, for his mercy, for his healing. And may I say with just two weeks to go, I want to just wish you all a Merry Christmas. May the Lord bless you in this Christmas, this holiday season that we would celebrate, celebrate the birth of our of our Lord Jesus Christ. So Merry Christmas, two weeks away from Christmas and counting down. So let's pray right now. Father, I just thank you. I praise you. I glorify your name. And we celebrate, Lord, in this time, Lord, we celebrate, Father, the remembrance, Lord, the the, the, the memory, Lord, of the birth of your son, Jesus Christ, and the, the, the salvation that you brought through him to the world. Father, I thank you and I praise you. We glorify your name. Lord, and I just pray, Lord, that you would glorify your name, Lord, in this next hour, that you would glorify yourself, Lord, through the revealing of your word, Lord, through, through, through the miracle of prayer, Lord, that people, that your children would receive as we pray and as we seek you, Lord, for the needs of your children, Lord, that, 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 that we would receive what we need. And we need more of you. We need more of your blessing. We need more of your strength and your power, your grace and your mercy. Lord, use this hour as we seek you, as we pray, as you reveal your word. Lord, do a mighty work tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, again, <clears throat> thank you for tuning in. You're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour, and I'm your host, Sam Nicholas. This is a live program. We are live here at the Frank Pastore Studio uh, in, in Glendale, I and mean, we are here to take your calls. We want to pray with you. We want to talk with you. Whatever's on your mind tonight. Whatever's on your heart tonight, if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, there's something you want to bring before the Lord tonight, I encourage you, let's pray. Let's seek the Lord. The number is 1-888-995-5552. That's 1-888-995-5552 for the live on the air calls. If you want to pray tonight, if you have a need, if you know somebody has a need, if you want to stand in the gap for a family member, for a child, for a, a son, a daughter, for a mom, a dad, somebody's sick in the family, somebody's suffering, somebody's depressed, whatever's going on, God knows your needs. God knows what's going on. 
and he wants you to reach out to him. You know, the word tells us in John, 1 John, the fifth chapter, it says, These things I have written to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, so that you may know that you have eternal life. He's writing to believers. You know, he knows you believe. I have written, written these things to you who believe. And this is the confidence which we have before him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have the requests which we have asked from him. So have that confidence that you can call tonight and you can be prayed for. And we'll, we'll pray with you. We'll pray for you. We'll pray according to God's will. And you will receive God's will in your life. You will receive the power of God in your life. But you have to pick up the phone. You have to reach out. You have to make that connection and say, Sammy, would you pray with me? Would you pray for me? That's what our desire tonight, to pray with you, to, to, that God would fulfill his desire in your life. The number is 1-888-995-5552. That's 1-888-995-5552 for your prayer requests, for your questions about the Bible, questions about Christianity, the cults, the occult. If you have a, a Christmas question, something you want to ask about the Christmas season, call in tonight. The number is one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. And I'll tell you, uh, I think tonight's uh, program is going to be exciting because uh, the message tonight is about the Magi. We're going to unravel the mystery of the Magi tonight. So stay tuned. Uh, we're going to be talking in the second part of our program. We're going to be talking about the Magi. Where did they come from? Who were they? And why was it so important for them to come uh, to follow that star to to see the Messiah, to see the King of Kings. So we're going to talk about that tonight. It's, I, I really want you to stay stay tuned for that. But before we do that, let's take some phone calls. Let's pray for some people. If you want to call in tonight, the number is 1-888-995-5552. That's 1-888-995-KKLA for live on-the-air calls, for your prayer requests, for your comments, for your questions, for whatever's on your mind, call in. Let's take our first caller and talk to David. Hey, David, you're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Hello, Sam. How are you doing? Doing good. How are you doing? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, sir. Yeah, I want to talk about this evangelist named Jesse Duplantis. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. Yes, I have. Well, anyway, he, he was on his knees in his house, and God translated him up to heaven. And he said he saw Abraham there in heaven, and uh -huh. he said Abraham was very old, but uh -huh. at the same time he looked young. Okay. He's this huge man with a big barrel chest, and he's, they said he's like the Walmart greeter of heaven. Every, people go to heaven, he's the first one they see. Okay. And then he said he saw King David, and uh, he, he tried to bow down to David, and David said, don't bow down to me, we're all servants here. Right. Can you believe that? And then he saw St. Paul, and St. Paul smiled at him. Mm -hmm. and I know it was a really loving smile, and then he saw Jesus, and Jesus told him to tell the church that he's going to be back real soon to take his people home, and uh, Jesse said to Jesus, they already know that. He, and mm -hmm. Jesus said back to him, no, they don't. <laughs> so he's been, you know, he's been announcing that on his sermons there on TV. Right. And, well, uh, we definitely need to, 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 to be telling people to be ready when Jesus comes back. We need to, to, it can be so, so we sudden, need to share you know? the Word of God. We need to share the Bible. And uh, whether or not, uh, you know, Abraham is... Uh, 
looking old or looking young or whether or not, you know, David, you know, these things are, you know, they're nice to talk about and they're nice to speculate about, but it's the Word of God that we need to... That's to, absolutely true. It's the Word of God that we... That's the solid rock that we are planted upon the Word of God, and the Word of God tells us to be ready at any time for the return of Jesus Christ. He yeah. comes. He's coming back in the as a thief in the night, like a thief in the night. He's coming back in the twinkling of an eye, you know. And we need to be ready we right at ready. that time, and we need to be living according to God's word, living according to God's uh, uh, the plan for our life, because He has a plan for each and one of our lives. And you know, these are you know, this is it's a nice story, it's a nice thing to think about and to contemplate. But it's the word of God that counts, David. The word. So God bless you. Thank you for your call. And hey, man, have a great Christmas. Merry Thank Christmas. You. Thank you, Sam. You too. God bless. And if you'd like to call in tonight, if you have a prayer request, a, a, a need, something you want to put before the Lord, if you have a question, a comment, whatever, call in tonight. We're here. We're live in studio, and we would love to talk to you. And call in early. We want to get all the calls in as possible, as many as possible uh, before we go to our, our, our message. But call in tonight. The number is one 888 995 That's one 888 995 Five 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 two for the live on the air calls. If you have a, a, a Bible question, a question about Christianity, the cults, the occult, world religions, whatever your question is, call in tonight. Whatever your testimony is, we want to hear from you. We want to hear what the Lord's done in your life this week, this month, how the Lord has blessed you. If, if you have a prayer request, again, call in. Stand in the gap. Pray for somebody. The number is one eight 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 nine nine five. Five 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 two. Let's go to our next caller and talk to Barbara. Hi, Barbara. How can we help you tonight? Oh yes, thank you for call for taking my call. I would. I am asking for prayer for my sister. Um, my sister is not doing well mentally, mm-hmm. and we were thinking that it might be you know demonic powers mm-hmm. uh, is so, she under a doctor's care barbara is she is she being cared for by a professional well she she goes to the doctor but uh, it is it is very terrible to look at her acting mm-hmm. the way she's acting well, she goes to the doctor but uh she don't want to go. She said that nothing is wrong with her. Right. And, you know. Yeah, let's pray for her. What's her name? Her name is Jean. Well, Father, we come before you, Lord. Barbara and I and the rest of the radio audience, Lord, we just pray now for Jean. Yes, Lord, that God. you would cause her, Father, by yes. the power of your Holy Spirit, to yes. come to her senses, Lord. To realize that she needs help, Lord. If there would be any demonic activity, Father, I pray, Lord, that you would rebuke those demons, that you would rebuke that demonic activity, Father, that you would put an end to their to their hostility, Lord, that you would put an end to their oppression upon June, Lord, that you would put a hedge of protection around her, Lord, an army of angels, Lord, Lord, to protect her from any demonic activity, Lord, that you would push them back, Lord, from whence they came, Lord, and that they would have no power over June. Lord, I pray, Father, that if it be a mental issue, Lord, that if it be something wrong Mm. in her mind, emotionally, Lord, whatever's going on, I pray, Lord, that you would just 
intervene, Father, through professional help, Lord, through a miraculous working of your Holy Spirit, however you decide to do it, Lord. But we pray for Jean, Lord. We pray for her welfare. We pray for for her senses, Lord. We pray, Lord, for her... For, for her ability to think right, Lord. Yes, you tell Lord. us, Lord, that you did not give us a spirit of fear, but that mm. of, of confidence and of a sound mind, Lord, of a mm. disciplined mind. So I pray, Lord, a sound mind for June. In yes, the mighty Lord. name of Jesus, Lord, we pray yes. for June. Yes, Amen. Lord. Thank you. Amen. God bless you, Barbara. Thank you so much. Good night. Good night. Let's go to our next caller and talk to Edward. Hi, Edward. You're on the Hi. air. Hi, how you doing? Doing okay. How are you doing? All right. I just really, I don't know how to, what to say. I'm blown away. The nice prayer you just said, I can't, unbelievable prayer and nice. Well, it's, really good. it's the power of the Holy Spirit, man. You know, the power of God is here. You know, when we seek God, you know, he, he says in his word in Jeremiah twenty nine twelve that when you seek him with all your heart, you will find him, Edward. Do you want to yeah. seek the Lord tonight? Do you need the Lord for something tonight? Yeah, I have. There's like a, seems to be like a lot of perverse spirit people in around everywhere, and like just taking trying to take advantage of me. Well, uh, let's pray right now, Father. I pray yeah. your protection upon Edward, Lord. Lord, no matter what undue influence would come against him, Lord, Lord, you have an army of angels, Lord, that you can send at any moment, Lord, to just protect us and, and, and comfort us and minister to us, Lord. So I pray for Edward, Lord, that you would comfort him, that you would minister to him, but above all, Lord, that you would strengthen him, Lord, that you would give him the power of your Holy Spirit to discern, Lord, these bad influences, Lord, these Enemies. people or the, the worldly influence. Lord, that would try and pervert his thinking or his mind, Lord, or try and get him to do something wrong, Lord. I just pray, Father, that you would protect him, that you would cleanse and and, and wash him, Lord, and that he would live a holy and pure life, Lord, that he would live a life sanctified, Lord, by the Holy Spirit, Lord, and that he would seek you for every situation and every circumstance, Lord, that you would just give him the power, Lord, to glorify your name in every way, Father, and I pray in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you, Edward, and have a Merry Christmas, my friend. Let's go on and talk to to Gary. Hi, Gary. You're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Hi. Hey, um, well, I, I just want to make a few comments. I, I, I'm trying to be, I want to be loving in this, and I want to be gracious. I want to season my words, but I think it's important that we, um, we, we examine the, the claims of people, um, Jesse Duplantis, for mm-hmm. example, the last guy, you know. Um, right. You know, the Bible says uh, that Paul spoke about going to heaven or uh, seeing things of heaven, but he said he couldn't speak of them. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. Um, Paul and, wouldn't speak of those things. And, and you know what I was trying to get through to, you know, with, with Jesse Duplantis. You know, I know Jesse Duplantis is a word faith teacher, and I don't put any kind of relevance into anything Jesse Duplantis says. Yeah, but, yeah. And, and but and what I was trying to say is, those are, it's a nice thing to think about, it's a nice thing to right. speculate about, about Abraham or David or whatever, because he didn't say anything that would go against the Bible. You know, that's right. what I look for. When somebody says they went to heaven or they saw a vision, you know, how does that how does that line up with what the Bible says? And I said, yeah. you know, if if Abraham is the the welcomer in 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 heaven or not, it it, it really doesn't matter. 
What really matters is the Word of God. What does the Bible say? And the Bible says that we should, we need to be ready for Jesus's return at any time. So that's what the, that was my emphasis. I didn't want to get off on Jesse Duplantis or or any of the Word Faith teachers or, or anything, but I don't put much or any kind of uh, uh, relevance to what uh, these televangelists say unless it lines up with Scripture. Yeah, and I, and I think you, by the way, you did a, a great job at handling that. I didn't. I didn't really want to criticize. I, I just, I just, you know, for the gentleman that called in, mm-hmm. I just um, take it I with think, a grain you know, of salt. You know, whatever you, yeah, whatever you yeah. hear, and even, even, you know, I'm on the radio. Here I am on the radio, and I'm preaching the word of God. Whatever I say, check it out. Don't right. just, don't just take my word for it. It's my word doesn't isn't worth, you know, a pen, two pennies, two cents. Right, right. It's what you know. In my opinion, is even, is even more worthless. It's the right. word of God that counts. What does the Word of God say? What does the Bible say? You know, and the one thing I could agree with what the caller was saying about the Jesse Duplantis thing is that, you know, we need to be ready when Jesus comes. Jesus is coming and not enough Christians, not enough people have have received Christ and not enough Christians are ready yet. We need to be ready at any time. Listen, Gary, thank you for your call. Thank you for the way you, 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 you made your comment. It was very gracious, so I thank you for that. You bet. Thank you. All right, God my friend. You. God bless. Bye-bye. Well, praise the Lord. Let's keep going. Uh, we've got some announcements. We've got some things to talk about. Uh, but I want to get to as many questions and many uh, prayer requests as I can. Let's talk to uh, Sylvia. Hi, Sylvia. You're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Hi. God bless you. God. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Um, well, I decided to talk about uh, uh, my experience. For the you know for the last twenty years that I can think of, I used to get very depressed for Christmas time because I miss my family because I, I miss my children and mm-hmm. but I'm, and I've been praying about it and it was a horrible thing and last year I I I got a breakthrough and I felt God has really liberated me and this year my two of my children are in going to spend the holidays in uh, Hawaii and the other one in the mountains. And guess what? I am happy. I am free. Oh, hallelujah. Because Jesus is with me. Amen. And Jehovah Father and the Holy Spirit. And that's all I need to be happy. And my friends from church and my brethren. And I am free. Amen. And it has taken me years to be able to say that. And I know a lot of people go through this like I did for so long. And but we pray and we're faithful and we rebuke all the spirits of depression, anguish, and oppression that God will, uh, you know, be uh, faithful and will free us. Amen. You know, Amen. And Sylvia, you're so right. You're never alone. You have so Amen. you have you have you have so much to be thankful for. We all do because. Whoever God brings into our life, you know, there's joy and there's peace because he's the high priest of our life. He's the God of our life. He's our Messiah. He's our close friend. He's our most trusted confidant. You know, I, I think of Hebrews, the, the, the third chapter, I'm sorry, the fourth chapter that tells us, therefore, since we have such a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize 
with our weaknesses, but one who has been tempted in all things as we are, yet without sin. Therefore, let us draw near. We can draw near with confidence to the throne of grace so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in a time of need. Amen. Bless the, bless the name of the Lord who helps us in every Hallelujah, time of yes. need. Amen, Sylvia. That's all we got. Amen. Amen. I highly appreciate and that's all we need. So God bless you. God bless God you. Bless you too. Thank you God for your call. Merry Christmas. Amen. Let's go to our next caller and talk to Anthony. Hi, Anthony. You're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Uh, hey, dear brother. Uh, I was just calling uh have a little question. Okay. Uh, I was in a church and... Uh, there was a lot of bad things happening there. People trying to steal, trying to fight, trying to jump on people. Uh huh. Well, I hope you got out of that church pretty quick. Yeah, I, did, I wasn't. Uh, sometimes it was hard to discern. Did God want me to be there, or was there some demonic activity coming well, up in the leadership? Hey, anytime you see, was over and was anytime you see stuff going on like that, you know, you know, you don't even have to pray. Get out of a church like that. That's not, you know, you want to be in a church where they're praising God, where they're worshiping God, where they're praying to God, where they are hearing, preaching the word of God. You know, yeah. you want the three Ps. You want praise, prayer, and preaching. That's what you want. You want a church that's seeking God's will. So, you know, I commend you for recognizing that uh, those things are not right in a church. And you need to find a yeah, church. Yeah, because uh, you know, there's I've a, a group there's in a the church. And, uh, the Pentecostal movement, yeah. the Jesus movement. Yeah. It's a real, real church. Well, I can and see. And became retained in my heart. The Bible says, "Train up a child the way she go." <laughs> and I never forgot that. And this contemporary church, 2015. Yeah. This is like outright bizarre, you know. You know, there's a church near you called the Harbor Church, which is re- which is a really, really good church. You should look into that. Or you could go to a Calvary Chapel. There's Assemblies of God. You know, there are a lot of good churches, Bible-preaching, God-loving churches out there. So I would encourage you to, to find a good church somewhere where the Lord can bless you in and, okay. uh, and start attending uh, that thank church. Thank you, Pastor. My, my primary request is the salvation of my family members. I'm saved, but my family is not. So my prayer request is Romans 10, 9, and 10. Amen. And a lot of adverse things happened to me in my life, Amen. and I'm asking for life uh, restoration, life conversation, only God to understand. Amen. Well, Father, I pray for Anthony's family. Lord, Romans, the 10th chapter said, you say, Lord, that if we confess you with our mouth and believe you in our heart, Lord, that you that you are the Son of God, that we would be saved. So, so I pray for Anthony's family, his loved ones, his family, Lord, that they would receive the gift of salvation in this Christmas season, Lord. As you as we remember, the greatest gift of all that was ever given, the Son of God was given on this earth on, in Bethlehem. Lord, I pray that they would receive that gift, the gift of salvation, the gift of the Messiah, the gift of eternal life. I pray for Anthony's family, Lord, that they would confess you, Lord, as Lord and Savior, and that they would believe in their heart that you are the only God. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you, my Thank friend. You, brother. And one thing I agree with you on, I'm going to let you go. And, uh, uh, reference uh, Jesse Duplantis, he says, the Bible says uh, the trumpet will blow, and the dead in Christ will raise first, and That's those right. who are allowed to be carved in the air will live with God forever. Amen. And the, re- the return of Jesus Christ is imminent. So you're right, brother. Have a blessed day. Thank you. God bless you. Good night. Amen. Let's go to our next caller, and we're going to talk to Phil. Hi, Phil. You're on the air. Yes, hi. Thanks for taking my call. So how can we help you uh, tonight? Uh, well, I've been um, in a season of depression lately. It's been a very rough past few months for my health. 
Um, and I just uh, would like prayer for um, uh, rejuvenation and uh, just this depression to be lifted off of me. Amen. Father, so. Lord, the Bible tells us to rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. You are our joy, Lord. You, Lord, you restore the joy, Lord. You restore the years that the locusts have eaten. Lord, whatever the enemy is trying to do to fill, whatever emotions is trying to do to fill, whatever situation and circumstances are trying to keep Phil in depression, Lord, I pray, Lord, that you would replace that with a spirit of joy. Father, that you would just overcome him with your love and your grace and your mercy. Father, that you would encompass him, surround him, Lord, with the loving Holy Spirit that 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 just wants to just fill him with the joy of the Lord, the joy that is overcoming, the joy that is overwhelming, the joy that brings life, the joy that restores life. Father, I pray for a new anointing, a fresh anointing upon Phil, the anointing of your Holy Spirit, the giving of your joy. Lord, that he would awaken every day a new creation, Lord. Second Corinthians 5.17 says that if any man be in Christ Jesus, he is a new creation. Behold, old things are passed away and there are new things. Lord, I pray for new things in Phil's life, Father, a new experience with you, a loving experience with you, an overwhelming experience with you, Father, that he would know that he is the love of your life. Lord, that you love him, that you gave your life for him, that you love him so much, Father, that you sent your son to spend three hours on the cross by his own volition, by his own will. Every moment was spent there for Phil, that Phil would have eternal life, that Phil would have joy. Father, reveal yourself to him in such a way that overwhelms him with joy, that depression would leave, and that there would be no room, Lord, anymore for any depression but only joy and gratefulness and gratitude in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much. God bless you, Phil. Merry Christmas. God bless. Merry Christmas. Let's go back to the phone lines, and we're going to talk to Jeremiah. Hey, Jeremiah, how you doing? Hey, hey Sammy, how you doing? Doing okay. How can we help you tonight? Uh, yes, Sammy, how you doing? Yes, I want to rededicate my life to God. Amen. Could you, help, could you give me the sinner's prayer, Well, brother? let's do that right now. All right, give me the sinner's prayer. I'll repeat whatever you say. Say, Jesus. Jesus. I rededicate my life to you tonight. I rededicate my life to you tonight. No matter how I've fallen, no matter how I've strayed. And no matter how I fall and straightened. No, no matter how I've fallen, no matter how I've fallen or how I've strayed how from I your path. How I've straightened. I come back to you now. I come back to you. I pray for your strength. I pray for your strength. Your mercy and your grace. Your, your mercy and your grace. And that I would live my life from now on. I live my life from now on. According to your will. According to your will. That everything I do, Lord. Everything I do, Lord. Would bring glory to you. Bring glory to you. I pray in Jesus' name. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Please come in my life. Forgive me for all my sins I did. How you been, Sammy? How you I'm doing? doing good. I'm doing good, uh, Jeremiah. And I'm praying that the Lord strengthen you and that the Lord lead you and guide you. Okay, and that well, everything. I, wanna, I, I got a testimony, too. Today was my mother's birthday. Yeah, thank God she's 57. You know, God, God's uh, stand her life and do and all that. Thank God for that. 
Oh, could you pray for us, Sammy, for God to bless yes. us with a Lord, apartment? Lord, I pray for Jeremiah and his mom, Lord. I thank you for them, Lord, and I pray, Lord, that you would provide housing, Lord, an apartment, someplace for them to live, Lord, in a good area, Father, that you would provide for every one of their needs, Lord, according to your will and your purpose. In Jesus' name, I thank you, Lord. Amen. 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 God Amen. bless you, Jeremiah. Oh, and also, I want to ask another question, uh, Pastor Sammy. That's it. Sure. Uh, are you, you going to be on the radio Christmas Eve? We're going to be here on the. We're going to be on the radio Christmas Eve. I'm going to have a special guest, Pastor Steve Wilburn, will be here uh, on the radio uh, Christmas Eve. Okay. So well, we have a, we have a special program lined up on Christmas Eve and also New Year's Eve. Okay. Okay. God okay. bless. God bless you, Sammy. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And as uh, Jeremiah was asking uh, about Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve, we're going to have a special broadcast uh, on Christmas Eve. Pastor Steve Wilburn from Core Church will be in studio, and he'll be giving a uh, Christmas message. So I hope you'll be, stay tuned for that. Uh, on Christmas Eve, Pastor Steve Wilburn will be giving a Christmas message, and I believe it's going to be awesome. Really, you know, if you if you listen to Pastor Steve, you know what I'm talking about. And then on New Year's Eve... Uh, right at midnight, we'll be coming on the air, and Pastor Walter Hofflin uh, from the Hills Church will be with me, and he'll be giving a, an encouraging message for the new year. So stay tuned uh, for Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve. My special guests, uh, Pastor Steve Wilburn from Core Church for Christmas Eve, and Pastor Walter Hofflin from the Hills Church on New Year's Eve. So keep that in prayer. And also, uh, we're uh, planning some things uh, in the next year, we're, so keep that in prayer. I'm hoping to do something at the church in February, so uh, if everything works out, I'll be uh, giving you those announcements. But speaking of church, I just want to remind you that on Friday nights, we get together for prayer and worship. So if you'd like to come out this Friday night and visit or come out and worship with us, uh, we, didn't, we invite you to come and join us for worship. We had an awesome time last night. Uh, in worship and prayer, just seeking the Lord. Uh, so come out. The number is the address is eight oh five North First Avenue. So every Friday night at eight o'clock, we gather together for prayer and worship at eight oh five North First Avenue in the city of Arcadia. It's easy to get to eight oh five North First Avenue in the city of Arcadia. Just take the two ten freeway into the Arcadia area. Get off at Santa Anita. Go north on Santa Anita, one block to Foothill Boulevard, make a right, one more block to First Avenue, make another right, and you'll see us halfway down the street at the corner of Forest and First Avenue. That's 805 North First Avenue in the city of Arcadia. And of course, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. is uh, church with Pastor Walter Hoffman, and uh, tomorrow... Uh, at 10 a.m., there'll be a special musical, Christmas musical, with a full orchestra, 26-piece orchestra uh, at church, uh, 10 a.m. tomorrow morning. So if you're in the area, if you'd like to come and be a part of the musical, come and join us for the musical uh, at 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia uh, at uh, 10 a.m. on Sundays and then at uh, 8 p.m. on Friday nights. Uh, well, we're going to pause for uh, a, uh, well, no, let's let's take a couple more calls and then we'll get to our, our music and our study. Let's talk to Michelle. Hi, Michelle, you're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Hello, I wanted to make a prayer request for my father, Larry. 
Okay. Physically and financially healing. He's very sick. He's been sick. I just told my father he's on dialysis. I want to pray for all the rest of my family. Amen. Uh, Amen. I want to pray also for myself. I'm going through a physical battle, and I'm not letting nobody know. I'm just talking to my father, God, and I want him to know that I, I want to become a better person and all my family, too. I just want to pray for everybody, Amen. all my family. Amen. And Lord, I pray for her, Muda. I pray for Michelle, Lord, that you would heal her, Lord. Lord, from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet, Lord, that she would experience an awesome and miraculous miracle of health and vitality, Lord. Lord, that she would experience your love and your mercy and your mercy and grace, Lord. That she would know who you are, Lord. That she would draw close to you, Lord. That her relationship with you, Lord, would grow and would prosper. Lord, that she would just glow with the Holy Spirit, Lord, that you would fill her, Lord, completely and totally, that there would be an infilling of your spirit, a baptism in your Holy Spirit, Lord, that she would just speak in tongues and worship you and praise you and just draw close into your into your throne room, Lord. I pray for Michelle and I pray for her father, Lord, for physical healing from, from dialysis, Lord, from kidney disease, for financial healing, Lord, from whatever there, whatever needs there are, Lord, that you would be the, the, the answer to their needs, Lord. For, for my God will supply for all of your needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. That is your promise, Lord. Lord, that we would seek you and find you, that we would search for you, Lord, and receive your blessing. So I pray for Michelle and her family, Lord, that all their needs, Lord, would be granted by a loving and merciful God who gives abundantly beyond what we ask. And we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you, Michelle. Let's talk to Ricky. Hi, Ricky. You're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Yeah, I, I want to pray for, for me and my wife, and all my kids and my family, and all my grandbabies. And I want to put a healing for myself. And, uh, today I'm supposed to go to a doctor. I want the Lord Jesus to uh, be all right. Amen. Let's pray for all the pastors. Yes, Lord. Thank you. The radio station. Amen. And, and to God bless everybody. We pray for Ricky and his wife, Lord. We pray for a special healing, a special blessing. That there would be an abundant blessing upon them, Lord. That all would see the glory of God upon their life. That all would see the power of God working in them. Lord, that as they seek you, as they seek obedience as they seek sanctification as they seek hold as they seek holiness lord that there would be an abundance of blessing in their life an abundance lord an abundance of what you desire to do in their life that all would see lord your glory upon them and as they seek you lord they seek the blessings for their family for pastors for radio stations lord for churches as they seek you lord let them find more than they ask and we pray in jesus name amen Amen. Thank God bless you, Ricky, and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Well, praise the Lord. We're going to uh, get uh, go to a music record. I just want to remind you that uh, we're on podcast. So if, you've missed, if, if, if you want to share this program with somebody and tell them about the program, tell them to go to kkla.com and go to the podcast page and look for us on podcast and share the ministry. Be a part of the ministry. You can download the KKLA app. Listen to this program live and other programs. Uh, there's so much to do on the website. So go to kkla.com and uh, listen to the podcast, share the podcast, and tell people about it. We're going to go to a music break. 
and then we'll come back and we'll talk about the Magi. Praise the Lord, we're back. Uh, I'm sorry I had to cut into that uh, song prematurely, but we were running out of time, and I want to get to the message. So we want to talk about the Magi tonight, and uh, keeping with our theme for December. The the theme for December is giving. You know, December is the month of giving. Of course it's the month of giving. It's the month of Christmas. It's the time we celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ, and we give. We give. We, we It's only natural to be thinking about giving and you know, what am I going to give my wife and what am I going to give my kids and my father and my mother and so on and so on. It's, it's, it's easy to get caught up in the giving because it's the month of Christmas. And with all that, you know, it can get really tough. You know, we can get burdened with all that we need to do, with all that we need to get done, uh, with all that we need to buy, with the money it's going to cost. And I hear a lot of people are, are struggling. Of course, we're all struggling. But tonight it's not about what we're going to give to other people, what we're going to give to each other, but rather what God has already given to us. So let's continue our series about giving in the book of Matthew. And we're going to see, uh, we're going to hopefully unravel the mystery of the Magi tonight. So it says, now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, 
Magi, there's a hint. There's a hint in the word magi about, about where they came from and who they are. So here we go. The magi came from the east. There's another hint. And they arrived in Jerusalem saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star in the east, and we have come to worship him. So when Herod the king heard of this, he was troubled in all Jerusalem with him. So gathering together all the chief priests and, and the scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for this is what has been written by the prophet. And you, O Bethlehem, land of Judah, are by no means least among the leaders of Judah, for out of you shall come forth a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called the Magi and determined from them the exact time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the child. And when you have found him, report to me so that I too may come and worship him. After hearing the king, they went their way. And the star, there's another hint, the star which they had seen in the east went on before them until it came and stood over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. After coming into the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they fell to the ground and worshipped him. Then opening their treasures, they presented to him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned by God in a dream not to return to Herod, the Magi left for their own country by another way. God gave a gift to the Magi. He gave them the gift of knowing that the Son of God was to be born, that the King of kings and the Lord of lords was to be born. And he gave them the gift of knowing where to go, of leading them where to go to witness this amazing event. The gift of the star. He gave them the gift of the star. The star that was announcing the birth of Christ. There was a star that announced the birth of Jesus Christ, and they knew it. They knew about the star. They recognized the star. When they saw the star, they knew that this was announcing the birth of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. They were privileged to be a part of the story of the birth of the King of Kings, and they knew it. They knew they were going to be a part of the story. They knew the story. They knew what was going on. They had that knowledge. They had that gift. It was a gift of knowledge. It was a gift of understanding. God gave them the gift. And this started them, this, this, this star, seeing the star, started them on a two-year journey to witness the birth of Jesus Christ. It took them a year to get to Bethlehem. And then it took them another year to get back to where they began their journey. But who are they? Who were they? You know, where did they come from? How did they know about the prophecies? How did they know about the Messiah? How did they know about Jesus? How did they recognize the star? And why was it so important to them? Why was it so important to them to see this event, to see Jesus and to worship him? You know, neither Matthew Mark, Luke, or John give us any answers. 
It just tells us about the Magi. It tells us the story about how they came to Israel from the east. It tells us there that, that they were Magi. It doesn't tell us, it doesn't give us their names. It doesn't give us where they came from. It says they came from the east. But where from the east? What's going on here? What's, what's the deal with these magi? What's the deal? And how many were there? You know, we typically think of three magi, but it doesn't say there were three magi. It says just magi came from the east. We think of three because of the presence, because of the, it says they opened their treasures and they gave him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. So we think because there were three gifts that there were three magi, but there could have been more. Who knows? We don't know because neither of the Gospels, none of the Gospels, either Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John, tell us much more information. But what do we know? What do we know about the Magi? Well, the word, remember I said that the word Magi is a hint? The word Magi is a hint. Magi is a plural of the word Magus. And the Magus, or the Magi, were religious Persians. There's another hint. They were Persians. They were from Persia. They came from the east. What's east of Israel? Well, east of Israel today is modern-day Iraq and Iran. And in ancient times, all that area was known as Persia. And part of it, the part of uh, Iraq, well, Iraq was known as Babylon, and Iran was known as Persia, but then Persia took over Babylon, and all of it became the Medo-Persian Empire. So there we have a, a, a hint they were, that the Magi is a Persian word, and these were Persians. These, were, these men were devoted to astrology. They were, they were devoted to divination, and they were devoted to the interpretation of dreams. That's what Magi are known for, astrology, divination, and the interpretation of dreams. And there's another hint that we have for the Magi. So why would these men be interested, why would these Persian men be interested in a Jewish Messiah? Why? Why would all this be so important to them? What's going on in their life that would be so important for them to leave their home for two years, to leave their country, to leave their kingdom for two years, to come and see this event of a child being born? Well, I think we can find some answers in the book of Daniel. Now, in the book of Daniel, and many of you are familiar with the story in Daniel of Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar sees a dream, and he is very troubled by this dream. So he calls all of his wise men, there's a hint, he calls his wise men to come in and interpret his dream. But he doesn't tell them the dream. He tells them, you come and tell me what I dreamt, and then tell me the dream. And none of them can, 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 can come up with, nobody has the knowledge, nobody has the understanding of what the king's dream was. So he's about to destroy them, he's about to kill them when they, when they decide, well, let's get Daniel. Daniel, this Jewish uh, uh, boy, he's in our midst. Maybe he can help. And Daniel says, don't, don't destroy these men, King Nebuchadnezzar, because I serve a God who's able to reveal dreams. So let's pick it up in Daniel, the second chapter, the 46th verse. 
It says, Then King Nebuchadnezzar fell on his face and did homage to Daniel. So Daniel, what he does is he tells Nebuchadnezzar, Well, Nebuchadnezzar, here's your dream. You dreamt about a statue, and the head of the statue was such and such, and the, the chest was such and such, and the, the legs, and he goes on and on and tells how the, how what the, 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 there was, a, I think, a golden head and a bronze, whatever. He goes by, in detail, he tells him what his dream was. And then, after he tells him the dream, he tells him the interpretation of the dream. And now we pick it up in the 46th verse. Then King Nebuchadnezzar fell on his face and did homage to Daniel and gave orders to present to him an offering and a fragrant incense. The king answered Daniel and said, Surely, surely your God is a God of gods and a Lord of kings and a revealer of mysteries. Since you have been able to reveal this mystery, Then the king promoted Daniel and gave him many great gifts, and he made him ruler over the whole province of Babylon and chief prefect over all the wise men of Babylon. Wow. He promoted Daniel and made him chief prefect over all the wise men of Babylon. Now, these wise men of Babylon were the interpreter, or tried. they tried to be the interpreter of dreams. They were men of interpreting dreams. They were men of divination. Most possibly, they were men of astrology. So Daniel was put in charge of all of the magi, the wise men of Babylon. Daniel was going to be in charge of these guys. So Daniel would... What do you think Daniel's going to do with his time being in charge? What do you think he's going to teach them about? Daniel's going to teach them about the God of Israel, the God of the prophets. He's going to teach them the prophecies. He's going to teach them the prophecies of the prophets and what they mean. He's, and this is all going to include the prophecies of the Messiah. Daniel's in charge of the Magi. Daniel's in charge of the wise men of Babylon. Daniel's in charge of all these guys now. And what is he going to do? He's going to teach them the truth of the Bible. He's going to teach them the truth of the Torah. He's going to tell them about Moses and about Isaiah and about Jeremiah. He's going to teach them all of the Word of God. And what about Numbers 24-17? You think maybe he's going to mention that? He's going to say, I see him, but not now. I behold him, but not near. A star shall come forth from Judah. A scepter shall rise from Israel. There's the star. It says, a star shall come forth from from Jacob. I'm sorry, from Jacob, not Judah. A star shall come forth from Jacob. A scepter shall rise from Israel. You think Daniel might have shared this scripture with the wise men with the magi of Babylon? How about Isaiah 7.14? It says, Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, a virgin will be with child and bear a son, and she will call his name Emmanuel. That's Isaiah 7.14. You think Daniel might have shared that with the wise men of Babylon? How about Isaiah 9.6 and 7? For a child will be born to us. A son will be given to us, 
and the government will will rest on his shoulders, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. There will be no end to the increase of his government or of peace on the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with justice and righteousness from then on and forevermore. Daniel taught the men of Babylon. Daniel taught the wise men. Daniel taught the magi about the word of God. He taught them. He shared with them all these scriptures. He taught them all these things that would take place. He shared with them the prophecies. And all this took place. All this happened more than 500 years before the birth of Jesus Christ. So so Daniel taught the wise men. Daniel was in charge of the wise men. Daniel was in charge of all the magi of Babylon. And as most possibly, he taught them all of these scriptures, all of these prophecies, and this went down for 500 years until the time of Christ. And when the magi of Jesus' time saw the star, they realized this is the star of Numbers, the 24th chapter. This is what Daniel told us about 500 years ago. This is how he passed it down to us. And this is, what, this is what happened. So what does this mean to us today? What relevance does this mystery, this unraveling of the mystery of the magi, what does this have for us today? God revealed even to them, they, they, these men were not Jews. They were not uh, uh, from Israel. They were unbelievers. And God revealed even to an unbelieving world the greatest event that would ever take place. The greatest event that would ever happen on this earth, God revealed it to unbelievers so that they might believe, that they would believe in the birth of Jesus Christ, that they would look forward to the birth of Jesus Christ. We look back to the birth of Jesus Christ as history, and it's his story. When the Magi saw the star and remembered the scriptures that was possibly taught by Daniel, like the shepherds that we talked about last week, They didn't just receive what was said and went on their own merry way. No, when they saw the star, when they realized the prophecies were being fulfilled, they got up and they went. They went to go see Jesus. They went to worship the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords born in Israel. God has given this great gift to us also. We need to take time. We need to take time to share. We need to take time to get up and go. Let's take time to see his star. Let's take time to remember his word. Let's take time to proclaim his glory. Let's be like the magi who got up and went on a two-year journey to go see Jesus. Let's be like the shepherds who got up and left their lambs and went to, to go see Jesus born in the manger. We need to get up. Christmas is about giving. Yeah, there's, there's gifts to give to each other. There's Christmas tree and then there's the Santa Claus and all that's fine. But don't be like Herod and the Pharisees who were too busy in their own business to realize that the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords was being born, was born that day in Bethlehem. The Magi and the shepherds got up and they went to see and to worship. Let's follow their example. Let's follow their example that we'll get up from where we are. We'll stop what we're doing and we'll remember that Jesus Christ was born He was born in Bethlehem 2,000 years ago, laid in a manger, a feeding trough 
You know why did the why did the Magi go to Herod? Because they 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 they, they, they that was the natural thing, the normal thing to do to go to the king. Go. To, they were kings. They were rulers. So they went to the king, and they thought that that this king would be looking for the same that they would have seen as he would have seen the same star that they saw, but he didn't know about Jesus. He didn't recognize the star. He didn't know the scriptures. He had to call the Pharisees and the scribes to to look for to to, to, to look to them to see where is he where is he going to be born. You know, don't be like Herod. Don't be like the Pharisees who missed out. We need to be like the Magi and like the shepherds to get up and go. So wherever you are this Christmas, get up from where you are and go. Go to wherever you need to go. Go to church. Go to your family. Go to a friend. Go to a relative. Go somewhere and share the story of Jesus Christ. Share Jesus with somebody tonight. Share Jesus with somebody tomorrow. Tell them the story of Jesus being born in Bethlehem. Tell them how the Magi went, how the shepherds went. Tell them your story, how you came to Christ, and how much Christ means to you, and how much he's done for you. Don't keep him for yourself. We want to give Jesus. We want to share Jesus. Share the story of Christmas, the Christ of Christmas. Isaiah 9, 6, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. You know, I hope, I hope this story of the Magi resonates with you tonight gives you a little more insight as to why the Magi got up from where they were and went to go find Jesus. Wherever you are tonight, I pray that you will search for Jesus, that you'll search for him, because he's easily found. You know, the star guided the Magi. The Holy Spirit will guide you. The, the, Magi, had the, the, the Magi had the star. We have more than a star. We have God himself. We have the Holy Spirit leading us and guiding us. So I pray, I pray that you will take heed, that you'll listen and you'll hear this message. Get up and go. Do what you have to do. Pray. Search the scriptures. You know the Magi searched the scriptures. They knew the scriptures. I pray you will too. Well, as you can hear in the background, our time is up for tonight. We're going to continue our, our message on, our, on giving and on Christmas. And next week we'll be doing the, the, the symbols. Hopefully we'll be doing the symbols of Christmas. And then don't forget, Pastor Steve Wilburn will be here Christmas Eve. And then Pastor Walter Hoffman will be here New Year's Eve. We'll be back here next week. God bless you. Good night and Merry Christmas.
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.